Good morning, Sodomites. It's me, your host, Zach Noe Towers. And it's Christmas morning. Uh, If you're listening to this on the day the pod comes out, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate, um, still Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate, I was raised in a Catholic household, unfortunately. So we did, in fact, celebrate Christmas. Um, It was fun. I feel like, I mean, this year's so crazy with the pandemic. I had to cancel my trip home. So I'm spending Christmas uh, in Los Angeles, California. Luckily, my little sister also lives here, so I'll be seeing her at some point. Uh, but I hope everyone's staying safe and uh, healthy. And if you get to see your family, uh, give them a squeeze for me. Uh, call your dad a tower bottom. That would really make my Christmas special. Uh, I was just for a little bit about sodomy, just thinking about Christmas in general, uh, traditions and stuff. My family had this weird one. At least I have never Googled this. I, I So it feels like my mom came up with it, but I'm, I, I'm willing to bet maybe she didn't. Uh, we had this thing called the pickle present. And basically how it went was, okay, well, this is my Christmas breakdown. Christmas Eve, we got to open one gift. Christmas Day, before our parents woke up, we were allowed to open our stockings uh, or empty our stockings. And that usually had like a VHS in it of like Mighty Ducks 2 or something. So we'd like wake up at 4 a.m., get our stockings, eat a bunch of candy, watch Mighty Ducks 2 like twice. And then my parents would wake up and we'd open our gifts. But then after we're done opening our gifts, there was one more gift gift and it was the pickle prize or the pickle present and basically what would happen is my mom would shoo us out of the room and hide this pickle ornament on the tree um just like it looks like a big kosher dill deli pickle that you would see in one of those big like jars at a deli and uh she'd hide it somewhere on the tree and then bring us back into the room and like because it was green and the tree screen the pickle was very hard to find uh but Every year, every year, I won. My siblings will tell you I didn't fight fair. They are sore losers. They'd say I pushed people, that I knocked people away from the tree, that I ran in before them. I don't care. I won fair and square that fucking pickle prize every time. But now I'm realizing that it was probably because the pickle was shaped like a dick and of course my hungry gay little eyes like could zero in and focus on a cock-shaped thing from miles away um but yeah sorry jay sorry tim suck it i i can find a dick in a tree um beyond that i feel like in my 20s, like Christmas was still fair game for sexual experiences. And it didn't help that I was also like heavy in my drinking and drug abuse years. But uh, I remember one year it was in LA because I used to be a server bartender type and I never went home for like the first five years I lived in LA. I never went home because like restaurants were busier and it just made sense to go home after the holiday season. So it was like this year I, I had a studio apartment and I went out to the bars in West Hollywood with my sister and our friend Miles. And I, I, they were planning to spend the night in my studio. So that's already three people in a studio. My, my 
slutty ass, and I mean slutty in the best way possible, brought home a rando from the bars, could not tell you his name, could not tell you what he looked like anymore, brought him home. My sister and our friend slept in my bed. Me and this dude slept on the couch. And then like the next morning we had this like sad Christmas where my sister and I exchanged gifts. My friend was all hungover. And then there's this random dude just sitting on the couch in all these like not cute Christmas pictures. Uh, So sad. Uh, Another time I, this was, oh my God, I'm dating myself, but this was back in the day of like gay.com and like manhunt. So basically kids before Grindr, there were like websites that you had a profile on and like it was mainly torso pictures, at least where I was in the Midwest. And you would log on and you'd like chat with guys. And I uh, met up with this dude. This was either Christmas Eve or Christmas. I think it was Christmas Eve. I was staying at my dad's house. He had gone to bed and I like flirted with this dude he found out he was like not far away which was like such a treat if you met a guy in like a chat room like that well I guess on gay.com and manhunt they were like closer to you than like AOL but uh I met this when I met up with this dude he picked me up and we drove to a Walmart parking lot okay romance and uh I think we made out for a bit He wanted to engage in oral sex. I think he wanted to blow me, but I was like, at this point in my sexual career, I was a little gun shy about having things done to me. I don't know if anyone ever went through that or is going through that or just likes that in general. Um, I've moved past it, but I know I had a lot of fear around like guys doing stuff to me. I wanted the focus to be on them. And yet with this dude, he was a stranger. I still like had, this is probably like the fifth guy I hooked up with maybe and I like didn't want to do anything to him anyway I just remember we settled on me watching him jerk off in his car so like I'm sitting in his passenger seat just watching this like 30 something year old dude jerk it onto his chest and yeah Christmas came twice this year um so stupid uh but yeah he just blew a load on his chest I think he wiped it up with like a subway napkin and then I was like cool I guess take me home now and then I uh you know went about my you know catholic holiday with my father in the morning and no one was the wiser um and then my favorite christmas hookup sexual moment this was another year I didn't go home to St. Louis, Missouri, I went to my friend's house who lived in Southern California, my friend's family's house. And me and this friend did have a sexual relationship, but it wasn't ongoing. This was kind of during a lull or, yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever had that. It's like a friend that you do find sexually attractive. You hook up sometimes with me and this friend. It was usually like a drunk thing or like a Molly thing. This time I was at his family's house in his childhood bed. So we did not hook up. Uh, not that that would have stopped me in the past. Anyway, all I'm saying is we didn't hook up, but the next morning, Christmas morning, we woke up and he was like super hard and we were just kind of groggily like, like rubbing each other and kind of grinding on each other. And he was kind of dry humping me and dude came on my leg, (laughs) like, like a little puppy, like blew a fat load on my upper thigh, like all in my leg hair. And I remember being so disoriented. Like it was morning, like we were just grinding. And all of a sudden I had his babies all over me and I was like, what the fuck? Um, so I had to like wipe them off before I like had cinnamon rolls with his mom. And it's like, 
that's how you celebrate Christmas. That's how um, you uh, (laughs) open your first present uh, with a fat load of your friends on your leg. Wow. Every time I do a little bit about sodomy, I'm like, who's listening to this? Am I being canceled? Uh, Will I ever be on a Disney show? Um, I guess I'll leave that up to fate. Uh, Yeah, I think that's good for a little bit about sodomy. Um, Housekeeping, as always, feel free to pledge support to this pod to help secure future episodes. I appreciate it if you're already doing it. Got our first $9.99 donor, and I did in fact send him a nude of my choosing. So that is officially on the table, y'all. If you can't uh, pledge support, which I completely understand, uh, feel free to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts. We broke 100. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, and also last week I uh, was ranting about being kind of insecure uh, after that listener made a bet that this podcast wouldn't last a year. Thank you so much. Everyone who wrote in was very like much to the contrary, very supportive, saying they still like the pod. And then a lot of people offered ways in which I can diversify questions. And I completely agree with you. I think it's good to have like a template for this, but I think it's okay if we wander. I think uh, there's a lot of fun to be had when the guests and I go down rabbit holes. So while... um, The next few episodes I did, I've already recorded the interviews, so they are a little bit more strict to the, to the podcast template. Uh, I, I'm going to wander in the future. We're going to wander down that sexy, sexy road, uh, that we've been walking together and yeah, just see if we can get, dive a little deeper, um, into the sex pool. And I think that's it though. This guest is truly remarkable. Uh, She needs no introduction. Half of you probably know and follow and adore her already. Uh, But for everyone else, without any further ado, this is Come and Suicide with Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. <laughs> How are you? Can we say like why you're doing this podcast? This is a gift, is it not to um special someone special to you? Um uh, yeah, my boyfriend loves your podcast and he he just, we listen to it in the car and so I'm basically doing it as a Christmas present for him. Well, you know you're the Christmas episode. <laughs> and to myself. I mean, it's a, it's a pleasure to, you know, to talk to you and I really do like the podcast a lot and it's um it's it's good. It's cool. Oh, thank you. This is um yeah. your episode's coming out Christmas morning. Really? Yeah, you're the Chris you're you're my gift to the world. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, can you say who do you, is it public knowledge who your boyfriend is? Like I want to like I tried to stop like I tried to figure it out, but like I couldn't. Well, it, it, I mean, 
it's not like we're like secretive about it. I mean, no, his name's Gabe, and um, uh, we he just doesn't crave the sort of attention that you know comes with dating a drag queen who was on TV one once or twice. <laughs> once or twice, um, right? He doesn't he doesn't crave that sort of attention, which is so um, refreshing and appealing and lovely and and rare in uh, in Los Angeles for someone to not crave constant ambient attention (laughs) (laughs) it is um it i feel like it has to be that way with a drag queen like it has to be like the gardener flower thing sort of no oh i'm so i'm such a flower tina we know such a flower uh. (laughs) (laughs) flower weed you're something no (laughs) girl dandelion honey (laughs) breaking through con uh concrete um that's amazing. Well, shout out to Gabe. I'm I'm really like I'm happy he listens and I'm happy you listen. That's very exciting to hear. Of course. Uh, um. So I think everyone who listened to this podcast knows who you are, but I always Google people and like I knew all these things too. You won All Stars season two, um, oh. runner up for season five, right? Of regular drag race mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking recording artist extraordinaire three full albums all filled yeah. with bangers and you just released mm-hmm. a Christmas song. Yes, I did. And I'm really proud of it. And I'm, you know, I've been promoting it a lot and I'm not the person who's like trying to promote this, this and that all the time. Like I, I, it's exhausting, but I've sure. been promoting this song a lot because I'm really proud of it and I really love it. And like, I've done a lot of Christmas songs, but this one by far is my favorite and it's, really gay and 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 fun and i'm really proud of it it's called let it snow ivan and peter mix (laughs) yeah and you can today is the day to listen to it or all year but it's i (laughs) i um i love it and i want more like it and it reminds me of um the lady gaga christmas song uh did did you ever hear that one yes that's good it's such a good one i don't even know if that was like officially released anywhere but it's it's such a i would put them on the same christmas playlist yeah, that's such a weird, like, rarely known song by Lady Gaga, but I love it. I yeah. thought it was great. Amazing. Um. Okay, well, this is all about sex, so I hope if you, and it, just a side note, if you oh don't want to talk about anything, just be like, shut up, and, like, we'll move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um, so the first question is just, like, to you, like, what is sex, and is it good? Um, uh, well, generally, yes, I, I would say it is good. And, um, what is it? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like a frequency and like an energy thing. I love that. Um, so, uh, but, but I, I find that it is good, um, generally and that it is like healing and it's, you know, sacred and it's, um, powerful and generally it's it's good yeah i was gonna say it is like a very powerful thing and you can use it for good or evil and it's it's very uh tricky that way sometimes i think right and that could be i mean that can be said for anything it's like anything can be taken to an extreme and become uh become you know 
dangerous or bad, especially something that is powerful like sex, which it's basically, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, it's the driving force behind all of culture, really. I mean, all of entertainment and all of pop culture and, you know, marriage and fucking history and like all of it is is rooted i think in like insects i think that too and i've never i don't think i've ever had someone say it uh before me but i think it's true like when we wake up it's like we do things to be like a more appealing mate. Like we, we, we like work out and we, we shine and we get money and we get the car and we get the flashy thing and we get the jewelry and it's like, come on, like, don't you want to fuck me? Like, don't you want to like make a nest with me? Very that. And I wrote, that's what the song, I wrote a song called everybody wants to fuck me. And it's, it's <laughs> not like, it's not a song saying like, it's a song about, you know, social media and basically exactly what you just said. It's like, it's that sort of like, it's, it's look at me, vibe. look at me, put, put yeah. come in me. Let me put yeah. come in you, you know, yeah, what the fuck? Oh yeah. Oh yes. I wanted the crack so bad. Um, Alaska just opened a tall boy of uh, Colt 45. Mm. <laughs> no, I wish you have any. Mm. <laughs> I don't. Is that the it's Spindrift? Mm-hmm. Spindrift, it, they really nailed it with like the 15 calories or some of them have like nine calories. And that's like that's what LaCroix nine. is missing. Nine calories. <laughs> nine. <laughs> what a treat. What a treat. Um, do you remember this is going way back i well not way back you're very young um to the first thing that like made you horny or the first thing that kind of like you acknowledged that sex like existed you know like like the tingle in your body do you remember like any of that i do bicycle shorts on you or on others no just like not (laughs) on anyone just in out of the drawer my my friend brian oh my god should you I can take name. that out if you want. <laughs> Just bleep his last name. But he he had bicycle shorts like in his drawer. And um sorry, my phone was on so unprofessional. Oh my god. This is a safe um, space. You can take you can take a call <laughs> on this podcast and no, I'll I, leave I, it I all might. in. <laughs> no. Um, he had bicycle shorts like in his drawer and they were like so silky and like shiny and like, yeah, it was the like visceral material. I may, I don't, I just really, I liked them a lot. I was like, what are these? He's like (laughs) bicycle shorts. I was like, I need these. You wanted to feel like that tight, silky uh, material all over your body. Cut yes. to now, and I feel like you're um, you're in like bicycle short, like type garb a lot. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Now I'm like, get it off of me. Get it away from me. <laughs> it's also binding. Um, yeah. Drag is one of the highest forms of art. I was just thinking about it today. I just think what drag queens do is re remarkable and it looks so uncomfortable like i'm sure that's like just common knowledge but it's just like man um my hat's off to you my wig's off to you thank you i appreciate you um did you have any like was brian a childhood crush like no not brian um 
I feel like I sort of had childhood, like, mental romances with a couple of boys that were on my, like, um, softball oh, team. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. The, I mean, there were a couple of boys that, that were really, like, um, cute and dreamy to me, like, as a child. But I, you know, I mean, that's, that's why it's, like... When you're gay, you're just, like, kind of always gay. So it's, like, it wasn't, like, a sexual thing, but it was, like, a romance thing in my mind. Absolutely. I was used to get babysat by, like, the boys down the street, and they'd, like, wrestle me and stuff, and I just knew I wanted <laughs> more of it. Well, I know. It sounds like I was molested. Um, I was not. Now but, like, you get wrestled with me a around. lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cut too. I like to get tossed around still. You know, I feel like that stuff imprints like when you were, when we were younger. Uh, yeah, um, definitely. Any like uh, childhood, like a, uh, cr- like a uh, celeb crushes or did you, do you consider yourself to have like a sexual awakening? I feel like I like first, like maybe jerked it to like, like, do you remember MTV's undressed? It was like a teen um, soap opera. Oh, work. Okay. No, I don't. I have no idea. We didn't, we weren't, we didn't have MTV. Like your household? (laughs) We only had, we only had like, you know, antenna. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like the the basic like 30 channels or whatever. Five. Oh, five. Okay. 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 Yeah. Sometimes Fox. It was fuzzy, but sometimes. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Um, and my, I guess to answer your question, Peggy Bundy was, was some, I mean, again, it wasn't really like a sexual thing, but I was like, she is so pretty and I never understood why Al didn't want to have sex with her. That was the, that's the biggest plot hole in Married with Children is because she was so gorgeous. I was like, what's wrong with him? Like, she's beautiful. She's everything. Also, Catwoman a little bit from Batman Returns. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, iconic. Yeah. She's formative to me. Like, she she made me who I am. Absolutely. I mean, she, she like, uh, epitomizes both, like, the fragile woman and the, like, reborn, you know badass woman you know (laughs) t and she made her outfit out of a fucking raincoat that she pulled out of the back of her gloves (laughs) she did she she's a drag queen in fact (laughs) i mean goals (laughs) peg bundy also i mean that's drag am i wrong yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah i i adore her i um made a pizza for her once stop wait tell me about that um, I worked in this cafe when I first moved to Los Angeles and it was called Manny's Bakery. Um, it, it, I don't think it's there anymore, but we would get celebrities coming in and one time Katie, fu- Katie fucking Seagal came in and I helped her and I was like, I usually like play, played it really cool if we had someone select, but I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, I heard Futurama is coming back. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. She was like, thank you. Can you put a rush on that pizza? I have to pick up my daughter from school. <laughs> she was very nice. But she was like, you need to, we need to we move need to this along. Wrap checks. this up. Thanks, babe. 
<laughs> oh, that's amazing. She actually seems like the type who would be very sweet in person. Very nice, very lovely, very gorgeous. Mm, 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 mm. Um, uh, I, Christina Applegate was a big one for me in that Ooh. show specifically because she was like the you know hot, rebellious, uh-huh. like slutty teenage daughter that I wanted to be. I think. Oh yeah, she's everything. Yeah. Um. Well then, okay. So so far, like these people, these things have all like kind of nudged you towards your like sex life. Was there mm-hmm. any like instigating thing that happened like that led up to your first sexual experience or like do you want to talk about your first sexual experience? Like with myself or with someone else? Um, let's do yourself. Well, I assume it was yourself first, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let, if, yes. if you're comfortable, yes. let's do them. Let's do them both. Yes. Like what was because a lot of like I read about masturbation and I was like that can't be right. And then like, I, I did it via a book and I was like, Oh, I like just jerked off. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I heard like, I heard like people joke about it and like, whatever, like I was very late coming to it. Um, but I would like do it, but I was like afraid of coming. Is this the thing? This is the thing. <gasps> I've never heard of it, but I was like, I, so I would like, I mean, basically what I was doing was like edging so oh. I would like, you know, get get really near there, but then I wouldn't do it. Um, and then like I accidentally did, and I was like, it like kind of hurt, you know, like it's it was like so it was like too much intenseness. Yep. And it and I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's what that is, and <laughs> and, and I feel like like that Monique. Um, queens of comedy set i'm like oh my god i'm never doing that again that is so horrible but i like it now um <laughs> like i got queens used of to comedy it. was everything <laughs> i rented that from blockbuster video like several times when i was a so kid so good so good um that's so funny yeah an orgasm to someone who doesn't know what's about to happen to them is like a very jarring experience it's like too much. It's too much. <laughs> but I guess, you know, and in French, I I think they call it the little the little death um is what they call an orgasm. And so I like to think of it as like yes, it's scary and terrifying and intense and and considered horrible, but then when you sort of get used to it, it's like it's quite wonderful, which maybe that's what death is like. It's like we are scared of it and we're scared of getting near it. But once we, you know, do it, I think that, I don't know, it could it, it could be it could be lovely and like a rebirth. I, I love that. You heard it here first. Everyone go kill yourselves. No, don't kill yourself. <laughs> kids, don't kill yourself. <laughs> It's Christmas morning. I love to think that people are listening to us talk about cum and suicide while unwrapping presents. <laughs> cum and suicide. That's the title of the episode. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for doing my work for me. Um. So wait, but then, okay, so the first orgasm was like uh, a scary little death, but did you like, you eventually like got into it, got used to it. Yeah, and, like enjoyed like it's something you enjoy doing like I definitely like ran around the house like hiding and like I had siblings 
and we had a small house so it was very like uh treacherous to like embark on a jerk off session sometimes but like did you get into masturbation yeah yeah i did i mean luckily i had my own room i never like people would always make like make make jokes about like oh masturbating in the bathroom or whatever but i was like that I, that was never my gig <laughs> um uh, I, like i didn't get it i was like the bathroom is dreadful like i i don't want to like but like like in your situation it was probably you know yeah probably shou- long showers to, right probably yeah that's like how you had to do it yeah a secret mission um what was your first (laughs) sexual experience with a human was it with a boy yes (laughs) um wait also when did you come out or when did when did you acknowledge you were gay and like when did that did did you come out um when you were a young person well i mean i officially like came out when i was like 17 Mm -hmm. or around there but um yeah i mean it, it was it was sort of obvious my whole life that you know there was there's something about justin um <laughs> but it was like i was like actively dating people and and so my mom like had the discussion with me like i didn't i didn't come out she sort of like asked me and then um then i was out and it was great and you know luckily my family's really lovely and um, really nice about it. You grew up on the East Coast. Yes, in Erie, Pennsylvania. Cute. Yeah. So yeah. Actually, we have very. We're the same age, and we have a uh, very kind of similar stories. I came out around sixteen, seventeen. Parents fine. Like as as far as families go, like very fine. So yeah. I, we're lucky. That's cool. Um. We're the oh, same. Oh yeah. So age. sorry. I I, th- I threw us off track. What was the we're, first like <laughs> the first the sexual experience so you had with someone? <laughs> Wait, you look so young. Um, if that's a ring same, light. You also same age? look very young. Well, I mean, there's a team of surgeons working around the <laughs> clock to like f- fend off the aging process in uh, its tracks. Um, but okay, with another person, it was a guy that I met that I met in um the AOL chat room. Fuck um, yeah! Fuck yeah! Which which was like basically like wildcat drilling for oil because it was like it wasn't geographically based it was just if you you were just chatting with random gay people around the who could be anywhere so if you found someone in your area bingo ding dong like that was gangbusters that was fierce <laughs> so i met this guy i think yeah we must have met in the aol chat room but um and i was god damn shit i was like i think i was 17 yeah maybe 16 and Girl, I had the, my family went on vacation to Florida and I had the fucking trailer to myself and Tootsarella, it was on, bitch. (laughs) Now, my family knew they were very savvy when I, you know, I was like, no, I think I'm just going to stay home. I think like, I'll be fine. Um, (laughs) No, I'll just stay home by myself. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. I'm just going to read. Girl, my family was very savvy though. So like, okay. So 
so they okay oh where do i start so <laughs> this guy and he was like 27 and i was like yeah you should come over no you should definitely come over he was like he was like are you are you a cop because he had known someone who got busted in a like a sting with a you know a fake yeah. underage catch person. a predator style yes and so he was very trepidatious he still came the fuck over <laughs> and i think and i'm like what i but i wanted it but i'm also like as I, like i'm 35 now and i don't i the the thought of being even when i was 27 the thought of like going to the house of someone who was like 16 or 17 is unconscionable to me even totally. if they really wanted it even which i did e <laughs> even if they did and they were pleading i would be like absolutely the fuck not goodbye go to bed call your mom <laughs> totally totally that's crazy i don't even want that like the the uh, that's a child i mean like 16 that's or babysitting to that's babysitting <laughs> no thank you um but so he was he was like okay i'm gonna come over as I was waiting for him to come over, who the fuck pulls up? Someone pulls into the driveway. No. It's my fucking dad. No. Who's just popping in unexpectedly to check on my ass because I because I was home alone. alone. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. So I'm like, hey, how's, how, how's it going? Hey. So he ended up... I. I think he saw that someone was in the driveway and did and like circled. And then, so my dad left and then the guy came over. Did you have um, cell communication at this point? Or was it like the plan was I, set in motion? He printed out map quest directions it was like and that. like, yeah, it was pre cell phone. Like I didn't have, I, I didn't have that. Oh so, my God. So scary. So he came over, we talked for a very long time because I was very nervous. He was also like, I, he, we talked for a very, for like hours because I, I didn't want, I was, then I like, we were, we were like looking at stuff on the computer or whatever. And he like reached out and touched my hand. And this was the first time I had ever romantically had human contact with a with a, a a person yeah and i was like and it like sent like shivers and shock waves through my body um uh, and you know and so then we like we like laid and talked for like hours and then we like started making out and it was like not it was like oh gross like tongue kissing it was like gross it was like a slug <laughs> wait was this guy hot we haven't even talked about how he looked no not <laughs> particularly and he had holes in his socks <gasps> with like toes poking through like on the bottom oh no 
he was not the tea. Okay, let's just <laughs> put it that way. I don't want to talk shit on him. I mean, I, I like I I vaguely remember what he looked like, but just his overall vibe was like not the tea. Sure. Um, the tongue kissing was so gross to me. Um, it was like having like a warm slug in my mouth. Oh. And then I like I was like sucking his dick, and it was like. And it just, like, didn't smell very good. Like, it was kind of, like, piss-scented. And I was like, okay, we have to stop. We have to stop. And I I said, okay, I can't do this. I'm I'm not ready to do this. And I sent him on his way. And I, like, cried and weeped. And it was very, like, horrible and sad. And then your dad came back over. Um, no, no, he did not. Thank God. Oh my, I'm still actually stuck on the dad thing because, like, I feel like I've almost been like so not scary. caught, but like you know that moment, like when a roommate might be there or like someone you don't want to meet. The hookup is like about to come in across your path, but it's like your dad was that person. Like that's yep. frightening. Yeah. Um. That's so crazy. Okay, so then this wasn't the best first experience. Did you have like a lull before you tried it again? Um, uh, I you know I can't remember, but I you know I think I was, I think I was still on the hunt. I think I was still, <laughs> I was ready to get back on the horse. <laughs> um, definitely. Um, chat rooms were very intoxicating because it was like, oh it, first gosh. of all, the internet was like new and then you're like talking yeah. to your friends in one window and then like this random guy who maybe like emailed you a picture of his like abs and you're like is this guy really just 87 <laughs> minutes away from my front door i know it was so it's so weird it's such a, it's it i'm i'm really grateful to be the the age i am because i know that there was a world that existed pre-internet pre-cell phones and that is something I treasure so deeply because I think that, you know, the sort of like dissemination of fucking cell phones and social media is really, really crazy and harmful. And I, I think the effects of it are going to be really, really bad in the future. But so I'm grateful that I know of a world before that. I was going to say, I feel like we're going to like eventually hit this point where we slingshot back and people like don't use cell phones and get landlines again. And then just like, you know, it's like Mm. it'll be like a wave of people who are like, I'm, you know, going out into the world without a phone to like tie me down. It I love envisioning that. And I hope that you're right. I hope so. Do you remember coming? how elegant? Oh, sorry. What'd you say? It was just it would be elegant. Oh yeah, I do you remember um, coming home and like checking the message machine to see if like anyone left you a message? Girl, all that, <laughs> all that. It was a thrill. Okay, so that was your. Okay, what's the first time? Do you want to talk about the first time you had like like penetrative like sex? Um. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, pe- like penetrating what? Like, well, I guess you already, he penetrated your mouth. Um, I guess anal. Do you want to talk about anal? <laughs> Do you want to talk about anal or, um, yeah, sure. That was with my first boyfriend. Um, uh, and we were dating for like several months and, um, it was Christmas actually. Stop. It was like. 
I, I, he lived with his parents. And so we, we went and we, um, we made love on, on his family couch while they were all. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like. Santa fully watched, uh, some, some anal happen. Very that. Which is, but that's like so treacherous and dangerous because like I was like 17, I think, and I did not know what douching was. I did. So you're really like playing, you're Fast like, and loose. that is, that is a gamble <laughs> to fucking fuck somebody who's not douched on the family couch. The f- I mean, it's dangerous. The family couch. And like, was it, was it black? Like, was the couch at least like dark, dark? No, I think it was a light, it was light in color as I remember. <laughs> it was not, no, it was, no, it was light in color. But you know what? I, to my knowledge, I did not shit all over the place, <laughs> which I think is like a thing that it's just easier when you're younger. Maybe I could see that. Like, I think everything's a little bit easier when we're younger. The The hangovers are less like the, the just we re, we heal faster when we're younger, you know? And somehow I didn't shit all over the place. <laughs> I don't know. That's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and your first time. Um, my, This is crazy. My first time getting fucked was also on a couch. Is this, the, this is the thing. We're this like, is what we do. We're, this is what we do. We're, we're, we're on this. We probably have the same like horoscope shit going on. Um, okay. So that I'm also like really happy to hear that like, your first time sounds like it was like with like a loving partner. Yes. He was very loving. He was very nice. Um, we, we loved each other. We liked each other. It was, it was great. How yeah, did you meet was him? Good. Was it a high school friend? No. Um, we met, I think online as well. It was like in the fucking chat room and that was that. And, um, yeah, we were like dating each other and like seeing each other and and going out and whatever. And my mom, my mom worked. This was the catalyst for me coming out because my mom worked for the school district. But I was telling her and everyone that he was my friend from school. <laughs> he wasn't my friend from school. He didn't go to my school. He was out of high school actually. <laughs> and my mom knew this because she worked in the fucking administration office at the damn school. Um, so that was the catalyst for her being like, um, are you a homosexual? (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Um, amazing. Okay. So do you recall your worst sexual experience ever? Um, uh, there's so many to choose from. (laughs) Um, hit us with any that like any that you care to share well there was this one um uh, there was this one and he was in he was in west hollywood i mean we must have met on this was pre-grinder and it was when i moved to los angeles Mm -hmm. and um he was he lived in west hollywood and um, his, his username was Ticket Daddy, which I don't know what that means. I think it was like he would like get like tickets? Broadway tickets for for you know young uh, young trade. I don't I don't know. 
I don't know. But we got to, I went to his place and, um, it's just the vibe wasn't, the vibe wasn't good. And we like started doing some shit and it just, it wasn't, it wasn't right. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. I have to go, which I guess I do that a lot. All my stories <laughs> involve me saying I can't do this. I, I think that's go. I think that's great. As someone who like has definitely gotten through a sexual experience to not be quote unquote rude to the other person, like right. I think I'm I commend you for being like from 16 or 17 you were like mm, this isn't good. I'm out. Yeah. Um uh, well, I was like I was like, uh, wh- the part that made it that made it bad was when I was like, I think I have to go. He was like, he like started yelling at me. He was like, "This is what you wanted." <laughs> like as I, <laughs> as I, as I'm like leaving, as I'm like collecting myself and like leaving, he's like, "This is what you wanted." <laughs> And as I was, like, walking and, and leaving and, like, just distraught and shaken, I remember there was, like, a, a sprinkler on the lawn that went off. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the Lord telling me I did the right thing. <laughs> and, like, washing you clean of, like, your sin. Oh, my uh, God, that's so scary. It is. Also, I mean, like- it is what I wanted, but that's the thing about consent. It can be revoked at any time. And it's like, yes, that is what I wanted, but the vibe wasn't right. And, and it, it, you know, and I didn't want to do it anymore. And so, you know. So we're not doing it. That's how consent works. Yeah. Um, was he older? Did you already say that? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was considerably older. I, w- I went through a period of, of dating considerably older men. It was like was like i girl it, no one was old enough stop really <laughs> yes i we and did that fade for you like the daddy thing um yeah it did it it was a phase and it, and it was lovely and i and i had a lot of really great experiences and i i really learned a lot um, about like sexuality and about myself and like what I liked and what I wanted. And, um, so like, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I, and I, and I'm always really like shocked whenever I hear like, you know, old, older gay men feeling like discriminated against by younger gay men, because that never, like, I never understood that because like, I don't know, like people of all, people of all ages are great, you know? Completely agree. I will say when someone like uh, starts in on like I'm neglected, I'm I'm like, well, you're not making yourself sound more attractive by like being angry about this. Like there are tons (laughs) of guys out there who are like very into what you have to offer. Like just look for the we're not everyone's type, you know? Yeah. Um, It's also I was going to say very scary, like because you are like, can I call you Twinkie? Uh, okay. I mean, you're, I you're like, you're like, um, uh, I, oh my God, everywhere you're thin. And you're like, I imagine yes. like when you were like younger, like, and with like these older guys, like this guy who screamed, this is what you wanted. There's like a scary moment about going into a power dynamic where this guy could, you know, knock you on your ass. You know what I mean? It's like, 
I just think they should be yes. um, more aware of like kind of like the power they have to like make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so that was a pretty that was pretty bad and scary. Um, do you have a? <laughs> it's very possible he's still out there. I don't know. He might be listening. Just roaming the streets, or yeah, following your career with a fucking uh, magnifying glass. <laughs> um, buying all of the tickets. You come to one of your shows. He's bought all of the tickets, and it's just him sitting in the front row. Ticket daddy, yes. Um. Do you do you, does a time stick out as the best time? This section is called the your first, your worst, and the time that made you burst. Um, right. So do, you, do you have a, a time that made you burst or a great sexual experience? Well, I mean, it wasn't even the 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 one that comes to mind is it wasn't even um, it wasn't. I mean, I, I guess it was sexual in nature. Um, uh, and it was right after that sort of horrible like ticket daddy first time no 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 no. the the horrible first time oh 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 um i met this i met this other guy who was who was closer to my age and he um we met in the in the aol chat room Mm. again and it was so fortuitous that we were both in the same city and we went out like on a date and we like went and like he took me and like his name was Joel and we we went and looked at fucking ATVs like kind of like like four wheelers and shit. <laughs> but I was just like so he was so dreamy. I was just like oh my god yeah. He was like such a such a guy such a dude. Yeah. You know? Like oh my god yes we're looking at four wheelers. Um. <laughs> and then we like the time came to like take me home and and we were like no, we kind of want to like kiss. So we went down the street from my childhood home and we went behind this, like this, like play, this like garage kind of building. And we like made out in the grass. And that was having had this sort of really like gross and awkward first sexual encounter. This was like so nice and it was so romantic. And, and we were just like we were and i enjoyed making out with him very very much like i re- i remember like how beautiful the like nape of his neck was and like the his his hair growing out of his head was so beautiful <laughs> and and like we were making out in the grass which i guess i was also like Oh, this is really educational because making out in the grass sounds really romantic, but it's actually quite awful because you because we were covered in scratches and bug bites <laughs> because it's very like rough and, and horrible. But it was very, very romantic and very, very nice. Um, so that's like that. That was a really lovely experience. <gasps> Caveat to this, however, <laughs> we hung out again. We went on another date where I went to his house and um, things went a little bit further. He jizzed in my mouth and I spit it out all over his couch. Um, so he had to flip the cushion. Uh, again, couches. Couches. Um, <laughs> cou- couch dates. Um, and then the next morning, you know, we were like in bed and like kind of, you know, like started like. Uh, you know, making out and whatever. And then he was like, 
all right, I'm gonna sit on your dick. And I was like, wait, 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 I was like, we didn't discuss this. You don't have a condom. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that, diva. Um, this was pretty. You know, like this was like, if you don't use a condom, you are going to die. Yeah. This was my. You know that that was just how it was. Um, so that was like weird but it was fine and it was nice and whatever and then i and then he then he ghosted me and this was pre ghosting even being a phrase because now ghosting is just something that people do all the time but he 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 didn't uh speak to me he did he didn't return my calls he like we never spoke again and it turns out and then when i met okay so that happened and i was like what the fuck what happened it was so sad joel joel <laughs> um then the the boyfriend who who i had my first like anal encounter with who i was dating for a while we were talking when we when we first met and he was like and i was telling him about joel and he was like wait, Joel, wait, he did the same thing to me. And apparently this was Joel's behavior. He did this with a lot of people. And apparently he did it to the wrong bitch once because someone wrote a letter to his parents. Oh my God. And his dad was a preacher and outed him to his family because he he ghosted some queen who was pissed <laughs> and vengeful. Which I don't condone, and I don't because that can be really dangerous to yeah. out somebody uh, to their family. But it's I, I wonder where Joel is, and I hope that he's doing okay. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Joel got his. Jesus Christ, girl, she goes she goes to the wrong bitch. Whoever that was, that that was like a story I heard years later. Uh, was like, oh yeah, Joel. Oh, I know him, honey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's living on the streets now because his dad kicked him out of the house. I don't think that. Well, I don't know. I hope that didn't happen. No, probably. No, no, probably not. Um, That is wild. Oh, my God. Also loving the couch thing. This is a there's a there's a theme to the episode. Couch dates and car dates. I have to talk. I have to talk about car dates. Oh, we, we ha they have to have an honorable mention. Did you do car dates all the time? I mean, Yeah. For yeah. sure. Cars were like the only like safe. I feel like I blew some guy in the back of his truck bed when I was mm -hmm. like 18, I think. Although my timeline was fucked up. I did definitely sucked a dick before I had my first kiss. Before I, before I had my first slugging. Um, <laughs> Warm slug. <laughs> um, do, what do you eat? What's your ex car experience? Well... It, like you said, it was, it was the, it, like, and my first boyfriend, it was, it was very, it was the only place we really could hook up for a long time. And it isn't the most comfortable thing to do, but we made it work. We would like pull over into a field and like, you know, <laughs> get it together. And I couldn't, I couldn't like climax for a long time it was like i we which was part of our like building of our like trust with one another and um in our relationship because it was like 
I just, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get there. But eventually I did. Was it like, um, was it um, a performance anxiety thing? Or was it like, do you know what it was now that was uh, hindering you? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the car. Maybe the fucking Oh, car. sure, sure, sure. I was going to say back then, too, like, my desire was much stronger than my desire. My desire to fuck was much stronger than my desire to be comfortable. Um, right. So there's a lot of craning, a lot of, like, stooping oh. over, a lot of legs on, on the ceiling, you know? Very that. Yeah. Um. Amazing. Okay, okay. So we're transitioning into Hot or Not, if you've listened to it. It's just, like, I have a list of things. Oh, you say yes. if you find them hot or not, you can you can defend your answer, you can explain your answer. Um, Do you remember hotornot.com? Is that, that I'm guessing that's what this is based on. That's one of the first one of the first guys I ever met was from hotornot.com. Oh were you on that site? I didn't subject myself to that. It's a horrible website. <laughs> it's a horrible, demeaning, ghastly website. It's before we knew about mental health. I think uh, the wild, wild west. Yep. Yeah, we come from the age before mental health. Oh, my God, where they were just, like, toughen up. Like, that's the world. <laughs> we're all awful. <laughs> um, but Hot or Not eventually, so beyond rating people, they eventually switched to you could, I think, pay to match with people. And, like, I matched with this guy and, like, okay. partied with him and his friends and stuff work yeah and he actually lives in LA now and he's dating a guy that I had like an Instagram crush on for forever and I'm like what this is something's going on here I'm supposed to learn something but I'm not (laughs) um okay uh veins like veiny hot it's like where blood comes from that's like the life force It's, it's great I agree um strict tops Hey, hot. We need those in the world. I love that. The world needs those. Um, pubic hair. Hot. Yeah. Okay. I like it too. Like, Within especially reason. like that. That classic. Like the guy yawns or lifts his arms, and like you see like the like baseline where it like meets the <laughs> jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Within reason, it's hot. Yes. Oh, so there is a what tipping is point. Bo- Do you have a book? What's up? What is this book you're holding? Is this your notes? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just a little. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, when oh, I went like a... to Thailand, I bought like a bunch of these like little notebooks because I have no. Do you do you have notebook? Are you writing a lot like song wise and stuff? Um, uh, yes. And I, I recently got um, matching notebooks for me and Jeremy. I got I got it um, for him as like an early Christmas present. But it's like the Golden Girls palm leaf print like notebook so yes i've been writing in it i love i was just watching your um golden girls tarot youtube oh yeah oh yeah girl i love it um um accents oh yeah hot great love it uh bossy bottoms hot fabulous um leaving a mark sex like sex that might leave you with a mark not not for me no 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 no. you don't leave a mark on the merchandise tina <laughs> this girl this is my job. i i literally hate having having fucking marks left on me from 
anything. Like once someone zipped me like into a garment and I was like, that's going to leave a mark, bitch. (laughs) That it wasn't the pain. Like, I don't give a fuck about. But like, you can't this girl. This is my vessel. It's my job. You can't do that. It's everything. It's your moneymaker, baby. It's like putting a ding in someone's car. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> um, Sex on the beach. Like, literally sex on the beach. Um, I, I would prefer the drink more than the actual action because I think sand is sand. the anti-sex. It's, <laughs> it's like such a nice concept, but there's no way to enter a beach and not leave with, like, a mouthful of sand. Yeah. Um, come. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. You seem a little bit on the fence about that. It depends on, like, where and, like, in what context. Um, you're at a job interview and the person <laughs> throws a, a gallon of it on your face. Very good. Uh, see, no. See, it, it has, like, a bell curve of, like... <laughs> There's a certain amount that is acceptable where it's where it's getting placed. Once you reach too much of an amount, then it becomes ghastly and horrible. <laughs> it's a bell curve. I agree. Um, musk or like a like a scent, you know, like a natural scent. Um. Yes, that's nice. Okay. Okay. Oh, do you prefer that to cologne or perfume? I abhor. Do you really? I detest it. I do not like that. Axe body spray and like anything scented is not is not the tea. No, 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 no. And so are you like an essential oil person? Do you do like oils or something? Or like natural deodorant? Or what's your like thing? I I use Tom's natural deodorant, which is, you know, basically like just praying that you don't sweat or smell it it doesn't really do that much but i don't mind like i i prefer my natural scent i think it smells like chicken and i like the smell of chicken (laughs) i was gonna say yeah tom's deodorant works about as hard as a white girl named bianca um (laughs) not very um okay um threesomes um uh, i mean if that's what you're, if that's what you like, then like go for it. Personally, I think it's too much. It's it's too hard to focus. There's like too many things, like too many dicks and too many like people, too many mouths, and it's like, and like I don't, you know, like I've had a like a couple of threesomes in my in my life, and I just find it very overwhelming. It's like there's too much to attend to here. <laughs> It's too much work. And then you're like, am I neglecting this person? Am I being, am I like shading them by not? So it's like, I, I, it's not, it's not my vibe, but if that's what you're into, like go off. You're, you're too much of an empath to have a good threesome. Far too much of an empath. Yeah. Or maybe you just need like an itinerary, like from 1201 AM to 1210 AM, we will be eating asshole of, of person C. You know, yes. uh, um, monogamy hot. You're a, you're a, a one man band or a one man. I don't, I wouldn't say woman, but like, you know, person. I'm a one man woman. Uh, 
Um, yes, I enjoy and love the the fruits of monogamy very, very much. And it, it wasn't always that way, but I mean, now it's like sort of taking off the table the idea of, especially now that there's like seemingly an endless possibility of like sexual partners. There's like an app on your phone. There's multiple apps on your phone where you can look at a grid of thousands of individuals yeah. that you can possibly fuck. Taking that off the table for myself has been something that has been like really healthy and really good for me. Um, uh, like mentally, spiritually, like physically, health wise, like, I yes and and I'm glad that you know and I'm glad that um I I want I want like kids and young people out there listening to know that that is that monogamy is an option and it is possible girl like learn who you are have have sex and and be free and whatever but also realize that like monogamy is you know a viable option as well absolutely it's something you can work you have to find the right person to to work to to work with, you know. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's beautiful. Thanks. Um. Okay. And then we're almost done. If you can okay. believe. Um. This is just like a quick round of advice. People sending questions, and we can like answer them together. Um. So this person, um, oh, I'm 19 and work in a small shop that's still open during COVID. My boss. 35 flirts with me i think he wants it is this a, a a yes or no situation my instinct is like this is treacherous yeah no don't do all that i mean i it's no 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 don't do all that don't do all that ganj because even just in general like uh, uh, the like 19 to 35 thing aside the boss employee thing aside like Working in like that's just I, I hooking up with a regular coworker, I think is treacherous enough. You yes. know, yeah, yeah. No, don't do all that. Um, this is interesting. Um, and this is like I'm. We're, neither of us are qualified to answer this, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I love that kind of advice. <laughs> um, it takes me extremely long to come, even longer when I'm with a partner. Do you have any mm. tips or tricks? Um, uh, I mean. You know, so find a partner who, you know, that works for because I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure there's someone who's like, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, um, I, I'm not, I mean, I, if I glance at my dick, I, I will come, uh, <laughs> quite quickly. Um, but no, I, uh, no, there, there, I'm sure there's someone out there who will enjoy the fact that you take a very long time to come. I'm sure there's someone out there who, who will love that. That is a great, you just have to find an insatiable bottom if that's, uh, yeah. if that's the gig. Um, Put also it out like front I, and like, center. I've dealt with like, I guess, coming issues in the sense that like, or I've, I've, I've toyed with removing stimulation like porn to kind of get back mm. in touch with my body and like mm -hmm. what feels good. And I think like a lot of us do get like, cause even like you said, like grinder grinders, interactive porn, you know, we're stimulated by yes. like nudity and like videos and like, I want to do this with you. And like, you're down my street. It's like, I think it's overstimulating. So I would maybe say, yeah, like try to get back to basics and like feel yourself out. 
Like Christina Aguilera, back to basics. Yes, that's what that was about. Um, <laughs> it was about coming. <laughs> um, and this is the last one. Um, I want to get better at ass eating. What should I do? And like, I can only answer this at uh, because from like the receiving end, I don't eat <laughs> a ton of ass. Um, but do you have any outward tips on like ass eating? I, you know, it, it's always like, it, like, it's like when like straight guys are talking about like, oh, how do I eat pussy? Oh, you spell your, spell the alphabet with your tongue. Like that'll get them. It's like, no, it's, I don't think there's one. I think it's more like being attuned to what, what is good for your partner. So like, I don't know, listen and respond. It's like an acting, an acting exercise. <laughs> listen and respond. I don't know. Feel it out. Feel <laughs> feel it out. I don't know. Vibe with your partner. There there is no, and each person is going to be different. Yeah. Um, my advice is to get as sloppy as humanly possible on the whole. Uh, it can't be wet enough. There can't be enough tongue. Um, just really go at it. Like you're, it's the best ice cream cone of your life. Okay. See, that's great advice. <laughs> um, and then the last thing, or second, very second to last thing is, um, do you have any advice for little Alaska, like before you began your sexual journey, like knowing what you know now about like sex, like, is there anything like any warnings or any advice that you give to little you? No, I'm very like, I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't interfere. I <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't interfere with the past <laughs> because I'm, you know, I'm grateful for the the journey that I've been on, and and for everyone who I've come into contact with, whether it was good or bad or or whatever. Um, no, I would, no, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything. Wow, you just kick that little fucker in the face and say, "Figure it out." <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> Um, that's, that's actually, that's very beautiful. Um, and I'm really happy that you have not like stumbled over anything that you would change. You're living a regret less life, regret free life. Well, uh, I aspire to. Yeah. It isn't always, it isn't always that way. I mean, well, I guess, okay. Maybe I would say don't. Don't throw a tantrum when you're on a TV show about drag queens and it's the almost the last episode. <laughs> Don't throw a tantrum. <laughs> but even that, no, I wouldn't yeah, say no. that because, because I wouldn't have what I yeah. wouldn't have won drag race if I didn't throw that tantrum. They they told me that. Just stick to no advice. No advice is great advice. Don't interfere with the past. It could change the whole course <laughs> of everything. Um, okay, and the last thing we do on Good Morning Sodomites, and by we, I do mean me by myself, is um, one round of Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> this okay. was interesting for okay. you. I, I didn't know how to build this. Um, but uh, bicycle shorts, your softball team, and a uh, four-wheeler bro dude. Um... Uh... Bicycle shorts, I would marry. Um, <laughs> I would fuck my softball team, and uh, I would fucking. The third option would go for kill four wheeler. Okay, or sorry, like <laughs> four wheeler guy, four wheeler out of his misery. 
Thank you so much for being on the pod. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, Not that a- a exact same pleasure talking to you. Um, anything you would like to, um, any socials you want to drop just in case or anything you want to get the word out about? Um, uh, well, usually Instagram, you can find everything through there. So that's at the only Alaska 5000 or go to alaskathunderfuck.com. Um, and, um, make sure that you stream Let It Snow, Ivan and Peter Mix now on Spotify. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, also New Year's. We're doing this New Year's Queens thing, and I'm hosting it with Bob Bob the Drag Queen. Amazing. Um, My Ruby. Uh, cool. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. But you can find, like, all that stuff on Instagram or my website or whatever amazing and thank you gabe again for bringing me the beautiful alaska <laughs> all right bye bye Ooh, what a treat of an episode thank you again gabe for bringing alaska to good morning sodomites uh really made my uh my christmas a uh, special so thank you so much i'm still stuck on alaska not having advice for her younger self which feels cold-blooded but ultimately i respect um there's uh a lot to be said about not interfering with the past um Aside from that, I did want to apologize, I guess, to everyone uh, for the title of this episode. Uh, I am just now realizing that some people are very triggered by that word, um, not come, the other word. And uh, just because I'm not, I should take that, I, sh I should still take that into consideration. Um, I should have at least said trigger warning. We briefly mentioned suicide in this episode, but I was brief and fleeting and I don't mean to make light of the subject at all. Um, yeah, as comedians, we're just, I mean, I, I personally am a little rough around my edges. Uh, and I forget that other people are not, there are a lot of smooth edged bitches out there. And I say bitches lovingly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that's it. If you are listening to this on Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you're not, happy holidays or, you know, happy winter or hello from the past. Um, I hope you're having a good life. If you're listening to this at home, uh, I hope the whole family got to hear this episode. I hope your hot dad is kind of intrigued by the sound of my voice. And if there are any hot dads listening, feel free to slide into my fucking DMs, sir. Um, but I think that's it. Rate and review the pod, pledge support. And until next week, keep sucking and fucking. Merry Christmas. I love you. Bye. <laughs>